Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. to talk about um, a word that I think is very important in marriage. Glock. No, not that. No. That's not the word I was looking for. Oh. But when you're done. I'm done. Done Done with my gun. Okay, so so Victor. Yes. I think... um, a lot of marriages do not have good negotiation skills. Because negotiation. How do you think that marriage requires some negotiation? Well, you're talking communication or negotiation? Negotiation. What does that mean? Well, let's say here's a good example. Let's say you want to go to Texas for your family's family reunion. Mm-hmm. But I have a family reunion in California. Oh, well, then there's no argument. It's Texas, baby. All right. So this is a good point. So you present this idea to me, and I say, well, actually, it happens to be the same weekend. So this is when... We negotiate. This is when you submit to your man. So, negotiation skills. So, is there compromise in negotiation? Well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. Well, well, you have to look at all the options available. What are the pros and cons of each? Mm -hmm. What are the desires? What do you want to accomplish? What what do I want to accomplish? And then we kind of. Meet in the middle. Right. And I think if we're looking out for number one, if, if I am just looking for my own self, what I want to do, and I don't care about you, that is not going to benefit our marriage. I think if we can look at everything that we're wanting to do, how is it going to benefit our marriage? And then we kind of go from there. I agree. So, okay, I know this happens to families, um, and we've been there like holidays. We have families outside of our own family that we want to visit. So what do we do? (laughs) Do we just stay home and say, forget it, we're not going to? No, we we go to Hawaii. That's how we solve it. We go to Hawaii. Christmas with the cranks. Yeah, tell everybody. God bless y'all. And we just say, you know what? We're going to do what we want to do. Send the gifts. The dogs have their own thoughts. Yeah. Knock it off. Hooey. We're recording a podcast. All right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, being reasonable matters. And also taking into consideration extenuating circumstances let's say that your mom is 
88, and, you know, it may be, it, it, you know, uh, the, the, her years and age, and if she's not doing well, it, it may be best that we go visit her. I think it's stuff like that. Instead of, you know, me wanting to spend time with my family. So, I mean, circumstances matter when you're negotiating for a positive outcome for both. Mm-hmm. It can't be just, I want to win. And we're competitive. Would you say we're competitive? I think just by nature. Do you do you like winning? Hey, Scout. I, I don't mind winning. Yeah. I think we used to be a lot more competitive the younger we were. Yeah. Scout does love me more, though. I'm just, she came over to me first. Not that that's, Mm. I'm saying anything. For those of you who can't see Scout's with us. Scout just kind of came She just walked in the studio right now. All right. All right. Did you do something wrong? All right, go Plots. We need to finish. We're being professional here, Scout. So, yeah. And then. I think we've said this from the beginning, that we we use the Bible and the Lord as our referee. Times that we're just, you know, uh, it's like, Lord, because uh, it's not about winning, and it's not about being right. It's about doing the right thing. Because there are times in our relationship I have won, and I really paid a price for that win because I wanted to be right. Mm. Vice versa. Yeah. Instead of just doing what's right. So... I would I'd encourage couples out there listening to, on this note, you know, be willing to compromise, articulate clearly. That tends to be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, and I'll tell you, when it comes to yelling, a lot of times people yell. I, I've said this to, I don't know about you, but I've said this, uh, you know, I can't hear you because you're yelling too loud. When When someone's just like, Ah, it's like, hey, we'll just talk. Let's back off this until we can communicate. And sometimes you have to take a break until it's a non-conflict moment when things are heated. Well, and I do believe that if people are coming into whatever it is that they want to do in a defensive posture, they're almost guaranteed to get resistance and have their spouse not even listen, right? Because it's they're so emotional. Yeah. And they they can't they cannot communicate. All right, what about doing stuff behind the spouse's back because they don't want to have conflict? And like buying a new gun. <laughs> I was trying to think of you. Uh oh, well, have yeah. I ever bought a gun oh, behind your you. back? I've had this for a long time. You've had this gun for a long time? You know, Weeks, maybe months. I I detect a tone of sarcasm. Mm. But see, that's not negotiating because you've already done what you've wanted to do. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes people fail to go to the table to negotiate, and they're going to do what they want behind their spouse's back. Kids can do this too and just go, well, you know, I'll suffer the consequences if I get caught. Right. Um, Remember that time you wanted to be on the arm wrestling tour? in South America, and uh, you would take long weekends, and we didn't know where you were, and the kids were calling you, and you'd come home with a swollen arm and a fistful of dollars. I think you were dreaming. Oh. Because uh, I can pretty much guarantee you. 
That's a funny visual, yeah. though. So, okay. Kids, mom's home. Get the ice pack. So, give me the cash, babe. So, I think if I think if couples can look at the things that they want to do, and, and look at the the long term goal of their marriage, will yeah. this will this help? Will this add to it? Will it bring positive things, or would it actually bring negative things to your marriage and even separate you two? Okay, so a couple of things for us, folks. Do we have private passwords for social media? No. Uh, do you have bank accounts I don't know about? Uh, hey, 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 hey. No. Nope. I will pull out that polygraph test and put you on it. I have all the bank passwords. I don't know if you do, but I do. Yeah, we... They're in our names. Okay. Uh, have you ever made me sign life insurance policies that I didn't know how much they were? You just put things on the table and said, sign here, sign here, sign here. And then you were like, when are you going to Iraq? I tell you to read the fine print before you... I'm not gonna, that's, that's your job. No, no, we do not have secret passwords. We don't have uh, accounts that neither one of us don't know about. No, we, are, we, we lay everything on the table. We don't hide Money, yep. everything. Credit cards, money, purchases. Yeah. Have you ever made a purchase without me knowing? Oh, my goodness, of course. Did you think I wouldn't approve of? Never. Okay, let's see. In our 33 years of marriage, I'm sure I have purchased something that maybe you didn't want me to, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you also said 33 years. It's 34 is in December, so okay, we're still 33. Uh, okay, all right, then so, you're right. Okay, how about you, Victor? Have you ever purchased something? A ton. Are you kidding me? Because like I'm the man, you, you know, jewelry for you. Special gifts. Mustang. Lingeries. Big RV. Oh, wait, that was for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely. Um, but by and large, I'm pretty frugal on things. I'm a saver. Uh, you have been a saver. You know what I appreciate about you is you're not high demand. You're not a jewelry outfit. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You, your identity doesn't seem to be hidden in any of that. Um, and and I appreciate that because I know a lot of friends we have and people we, even overseas where, man, if if their women aren't sporting the the jewelry, mm-hmm. tons of it that says here I am. But you know that's cultural. Yeah. That, so the more gold that a woman has, yeah, that's the in more right. wealthy her husband is, and the more valuable she is. Yeah, and that can be undue pressure because we remember we did that marriage conference in Iraq, I do. in Kurdistan. We're actually going to do another one yes, this sir. summer. So, uh, yeah, anybody want to go with us? Iraq in the summer, it's perfect for us. Safer, safest part of <laughs> Iraq. So, you know, Victor, I, I have never really needed a lot of things i have a wedding ring um you have bought me some really pretty earrings before you brought me you have you have bought me a lot i've of tried jewelry i've tried and i just don't wear it i i know you uh you always like bite it first to make sure it's real yeah mm-hmm. is and then the, the diamond, diamonds is it gonna scratch yeah you're a mirror yes i'm like what what the heck are you doing i'm just checking don't don't use our cone Zarconian me. Well, so here's what I did one time. 
What? When you bought me a really beautiful pair of earrings. Because I do the bills, I knew we couldn't afford them. What kind of earrings were they? Really pretty diamonds. Oh, okay. So I actually went back to the jewelry <laughs> store. And I told the guy, I said, my husband bought these for me. Wait a minute. I'm and not completely sure I know this. Yes. Did you tell me this? After. And How I long said, after? I don't know. Long enough. No, it was years. I don't know, but. I asked him, okay. can you get me something similar but like half the price? So we did. And you never knew until I told you. But, honey, you should be happy. You don't have to Okay, I, I am. But I didn't know about that for years, and I forgot, and I'm just remembering right now. Yes. Well, let me, can I ask you a question? Okay. On camera? Okay. On the mic? <laughs> Okay. What'd you do with that extra money? Uh, I put Cigarettes. It back to our bank so I can pay bills. Cigarettes See, that and would beer. Be, that would be the... Is that what all those beer Google. cans and... Mm. <sighs> no. Wow. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I want to kiss you right I now. I think we were probably mouth. able to pay our mortgage <laughs> that month because... We actually had money in the... I know, but I... Account. Okay, I will admit, there are times I have got extravagant because I love you so much and you're worth it. But I guess I don't... I mean... Um, you don't have to stop feeling that way because to me it's the thought, I know, I know you love me and I know you want me to have nice things. Yeah. So... Like the time you bought me 20 dozen roses... 20th anniversary yeah that was actually a mistake because you forgot i pressed the button too many times on the internet no actually i do think that was because you forgot our anniversary i, I did i forget it i think so well no they came on the anniversary mm. i remember that i remember where i went to get them i do too i did not forget that anniversary sister not that one. Heck. It was beautiful. My whole counter was full of red roses. The kitchen. The kitchen counter. What did you do with those? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I enjoyed them until they died. Did you dry them out? Are you? Are they? Twenty yeah. dozen roses? No. You could have. They were beautiful. You could have done them. something. You Every time I'd walk in the kitchen, I would just go. Oh. You could have make a decoupage something. I could. Dried flowers. Yeah. I could have made potpourri. <laughs> no. <clears throat> okay. Well. So that that was you are you are very generous like that, and well, I appreciate it. Well, you make it easy because you're not needy, and uh, I think that's been one of the keys to learn what we what we like. Mm -hmm. I remember you told you told me. Let's talk about guns. <laughs> You told me, honey, you you need to you need to start getting you a few guns. Remember that? You were like, you need a hobby. You used to shoot competitively. I remember you kind of giving me the, Is this the green light. Obama first one? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're like, you better mm -hmm. score some weapons and ammo. But I, I remember that was cool. And over the years, um, we've been... I've been very fortunate. People who 
or my friends or have given me weapons and and uh, or donate them to the ministry for training or the work or and that's been very cool and uh, I know that allowed us to at one point buy some weapons for widows to help train widows on how to shoot mm-hmm. and then give them weapons. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I don't want to get off on that. So you have a scripture here to end our time I do. today. And, and this this has really helped me, you know, when either I want something really bad or, you know, you wanted something, and it's it's in Romans 12, 3. And actually I'm going to read it because it's worthy to be read. So it's, um, for I say, through the grace of, given to me to everyone who's among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly and i know this is about the gifts that god gives but i take this as my desires and my thoughts are not better than yours and should never uh, drive me to make you think that i feel that way and vice versa what you want what you if you want something so bad, I mean, you've never have said, Eileen, this is more important than you, and I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. So I think for me, I don't want to think of myself more highly than you. I want to honor you. I want to appreciate what you want, what your thoughts are, and vice versa. That's so kind. And it's timely because I've been wanting... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here There's it is. this thing I've yes. been wanting. A thing. Uh, is it bigger than a bread box? Yeah. Uh, actually, I can't get it right now because we're going back to Iraq uh, for the summer. But, um, yeah, I've got something that I want to get, but it's technically for you. Really? Mm-hmm. And I know it's something you've wanted, but you would never buy yourself. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Let's see what happens. All right. Do you want to give me an idea? Or everyone who's listening an idea? No. M- maybe it should be for your a birthday in a couple of years because it's a really big... Yeah, thingy. All right. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Well, everyone, we thank you for listening mm-hmm. to today's edition of the Victor Marks Show uh, in our new studio. And we're grateful for you all. We ask that you would subscribe to our podcast. Go to victormarks.com forward slash show. Share it with people. Um, last year we were ranked in the top 1% of podcasts globally. Um, and we reached hundreds of millions of people according to analytics for all of our social media. So thank you so much for that. If you've thought about and like what we do, we appreciate it. If you support us again, go to Victor Marks with an X.com. See what we do. Many lanes that we offer from sex trafficking, counter work to counter pedophile to lion and lambs, trauma healing to working with the military, of which um, just as a little note, because we'll get this up May 21st, 
at Fort Carson in Colorado Springs. We're doing a men's event. And this is not a typical men's event. I mean, I think uh, I think Western Christianity has got off on a percentage of men's ministries and I just I just posted today, go look at my Instagram. I just said, Hey, I'm ugh, stop sending me books and articles and links and videos on men's leadership. Christian men's leaders, because believe me, there's very few that I actually respect out there. If a man is not qualified and and truly selected by God with an array of experience, I don't want to see it. I don't care if it's a New York Times bestseller, if it's a super popular video. Don't please just don't send me the link. Me and my colleagues are men who've done stuff. Um, we've done stuff. We've lived it. We've endured hardship. We've embraced the suck for a greater good, and uh, and it's really, we have fortified relationships through endured suffering together. That's the type of men I can listen to, trust, but just somebody who's pontificating or a white tower dude, not interested. I mean, and but guys will act very spiritual and flex their authority, and that don't mean a flying squirrel sack to me, folks. Uh, we just had an incident. Two days ago, mm-hmm. should we should we share? I think so. It was a very good lesson. And well, why don't you start? No, well, fill so, it in. Okay, so we are sitting in our hydration bar and uh, getting an IV. And <laughs> hydration bar. Hey, we're not bellied up, knocking down no, brewskis. It, yeah. It's it, yeah, it's part of Something our we do maintenance and health. health. So yeah, this man is sitting there and. He lets us know that he has a gift of healing. Yeah. And I actually, I believe that those gifts are for today. Me too. And I never want to discount anybody. Me neither. But there is, um, there has to be a humility in that. Yeah. And discernment. And I don't think this man had that. No. And I mean, I was looking for, is he just zealous? And, but that quickly turned to, he had, he had this arrogance, this spiritual pride that he was all that in a bag of chips. And the reason why he was there would, was to pray for, you know, one of the, the lead uh, nurses and who he, you know, I don't know. And then he he started asking you, and trust me, when any man starts talking to my wife, I don't care where we are, I got an eye on that uh, because... You know, the reality of today, I don't care if a man calls himself a Christian or not. I trust them not. Trust my wife. Uh, I don't trust men. They're weird. There are a lot of guys that are not honorable, not dangerous gentlemen, but insecure little predators. And he had this weird, in my opinion, he had this weird thing about him. He starts asking, you know, where where do you go to church? What do you believe? And kind of giving a, you know, he started giving his spiritual pedigree don't don't uh, i'm not gonna say who he was but got weird when he said i want to pray for y'all i thought uh okay and then when it came time for him to pray for us we're actually still sitting there with ivs in our getting our nutrients and uh i said you can pray for us man but just don't touch us and he goes why 
And I said, well, we don't know you, right? You said, I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm not interested you lay hands on me or my wife. And then he kind of was befuddled. He stood there like, why would you, you know. He didn't know what to do with that. No. And, uh, and I speak direct. And I speak firm and clear so that men know what I'm saying. And then he goes, well, um, and then he said this, and it was a telltale sign. He goes, well, I, I mean, I'm sure God can still, like, heal. Or, and I thought, dude, we're not even sick. We're just in here doing maintenance work. You know, we we have a house in Iraq. We're, we just finished our 16th pump there. Uh, we do more before you, dude, than uh, he just, he had that look. Uh, but anyway, then he sits down next to you, mm-hmm. right? Which is, and I'm like, well, you sit next to my wife, little chair, and he goes, uh, well, um, and this is, this is, was the nail in the coffin. What did he say to us? He said, I want you to forget about everything that you know. And you said, well, remember, no. he, said, he goes, everything you've learned, yes. your preconceived ideas of God and whatnot. And I said, no. No. And then you said it again. I yeah. want you to forget about everything you've ever learned. And, <laughs> and then you go, uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm like, hey, buddy, that's a hard no, and that ain't going to happen. Because he's maybe suggesting that everything we've ever learned is wrong. Yeah. And he's going to educate He's us. insinuating it. Yes. For sure. I'm like, hey, 30, 35 plus years of walking with the Lord Jesus Christ Good, bad, our experiences, our study of the word, our life, our journey with him. Now you're going to say, just forget that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a hard no, and you better backpedal quick. And he did. Mm-hmm. He stood there stunned. Um, the nurse that was next to a sweet gal, she's just like, oh, my gosh, is this happening? And then he, he, he goes, he stood up and goes, well, I guess I don't have to pray for you. I said, yeah, I guess you don't have to. But thanks for your intent. See you later. And he walked out kind of stunned and, I don't know, mopey. But let me just tell y'all, no person, I don't care if it's a pastor, an evangelist, nobody has this spiritual authority over you to tell you to forget or compromise or, you know, what you've learned. Uh, Man, that type of stuff comes with humility and gentleness and teaching. They can be direct. But this guy was trying to flex his spiritual authority, mm-hmm. and that's absolutely insane. So I, I love what the little nurse next to us said. And she had just accepted the Lord a few weeks ago, I think. We got our Bible. And she goes, what just happened? And I said, well, spiritual daughter. Because yeah. we, we love this little gal. And she's a super mom, uh, disciplined gal. And she said, what you just saw is us drawing boundaries, healthy boundaries for someone who wanted to try to impose their spiritual will on us. Mm-hmm. Not, you don't ever have to do that. No, and, and I think her biggest takeaway, and I think it's huge because she's still a young woman, is just because, and you just said this, just because somebody has faith and they think that they have gifts they can use, if you have any, even a tinge of doubt or question you can say no I don't feel comfortable I don't want you to do that I think for her 
I think that just boosted her faith to go, I can do that too. I, I think so. That that was what I took away from that. I remember she said, you have so much confidence. Remember? Yes. And and I started thinking about that. And I'm sure life, skill, life skills, life yes. experiences. But really, when we came home, I thought, that's the Holy Spirit in me. Mm-hmm. I really think when the Holy Spirit is in you, that you can become bold as a lion, and you don't care if you hurt people's feelings. You're not responsible for how somebody feels. And it's good, just like you said, babe. Have have these one-liners that you've already premeditated on that if you get a bit where you just say, hey, that's making me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, you know what? No, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. Even when I said no the first time, he ignored me. Mm-hmm. And that's that's weird behavior right there. He didn't respect me enough. For me to say no, he just kept on going, trying to get his agenda across. So half things you're going to say, you know, you need a, could you please move move away from me? Mm-hmm. Uh, or what, whatever the situation is, you're not obliged to let somebody plow through your boundaries to make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. for whatever, you know, whatever they have, whatever their intention is. And most of the time, honestly, it's not great. So we hope. Our little experience a couple of days ago. We never lack experiences and stories, do we? It is not a boring life following the Lord. So I'll close in prayer today. Father, for each person listening, pray you bless them. Lord, I pray you comfort them where they need to be comforted. Lord, you know exactly what's going on, whether it is health issue, whether it's relationship, whether it's financial. God, could you bring them peace and let them know that you love them and you know what's going on. I pray that you increase their faith, renew their hope that you're there and you won't forsake them. And God, I pray for those who need and a boost of faith. Uh, God, often comes faith. It, it comes by hearing the word. Lord, I pray you give them a hunger and a thirst for your word. And Lord, I pray people would be sensitive to your leading, to what you say, Lord, to what you speak to their heart. And we know the word and that won't contradict itself so May they be used in powerful ways to do the work of the ministry. And Lord, we thank you that we have the opportunity to encourage them through this medium. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. And we do pray that you would bless this coming weekend, May 21st at Fort Carson. And God, I pray you would draw men to yourself, draw soldiers, draw civilians. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, you guys, uh, yeah, if you're interested uh, this week, if this is the week you're listening to the podcast or the show, is simply go to KMG Fort Carson, C A R S O N, Fort Carson.com. KMG Fort Carson.com. We are giving away 300 tickets to uh, active duty military, which is folks in the reserves as well, but they're going quick. So try to sign up and get out. We've got incredible guest, Nick Vavucic, uh, longtime friend. Uh, and uh, Dalton Reisner, Denver uh, Broncos football player, Frank Sontag, former KKLA radio talk show host, great man of God. Um, we got Mark Little, an incredible brother, an attorney, uh, an ordained minister, uh, intelligent and tenacious. He's, he's an intellect who's a fighter, and actually uh, he's a dangerous gentleman, he, he defended and protected his fiance uh, before they were married many years ago uh, when they were mugged. And the consequence for protecting her was he lost his leg. 
when the guy shot at them and uh and yet and this guy he, he's never complained unreal so and then jeff teagues our colleague uh close friend ceo of atp ministries that we work with who's a former delta operator um, and uh, squadron leader over a thousand missions five bronze stars and a silver v for valor it it's incredible his history and uh, best monster hunter we've worked with It'll leave anybody else out no, but I would like to encourage, <clears throat> I'd like to encourage ladies, because this is a men's event. Although you can't go, you can pray. Yeah. And if you would just take the time, I'm going to be praying for this weekend for yeah. every man that goes there, every man that's supposed to be there, that God would just bring them out, prepare their heart, and just do everything a work that only he can do. So that's what I encourage you ladies who are listening to do with me over this weekend. Yeah. And then our next event is in Dallas. Yes. Around June 2nd. Yep. Uh, there's a few days we are with Charlie Kirk's group and Erica's um, Turning Point USA, yep. the Young Women's Leadership should, Conference. Yeah. And that's going to be in Dallas. And we are so looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and that's through Turning Point USA. Yeah, just go go to their website, check it out, or uh, and and then I'm doing a pastors conference in August, also with Turning Point in San Diego. Yeah. That's limited, but boy, pastors they'll help you. They'll put you in a hotel. Uh, the conference is free. Again, check it out with Turning Point. And then any more information you like to find out about what we do, please go to victormarks.com. And we'll see you next time on the Victor Mark Show or. The Eileen Mark show. You don't have to say that. <laughs> you actually have your own podcast, so yes, this will probably be going on there as well. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Give me some sugar. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time. Oh,